Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. I can't believe this is still going on, but I'm really happy about it. So, this week I have my next guest, Emma, and we talk about so much. Um, I actually had to cut like half the episode because it was like an hour long, but I hope you guys enjoy. So, Emma, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I just graduated college in December with um, a degree in graphic design. So, now I'm trying to find a job. That's where my life is right now. Um, Lauren and I met in high school when we really weren't friends. <laughs> That's um, true. I don't know how we became friends, actually. I... Oh, well, I think we became friends doing, like, prom planning. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So we were on the prom committee together planning prom, and that's basically how we became closer. But that was, like, end of senior year. Yeah, and then I remember hanging out with you a lot during senior week. Yeah, and then pretty much from there, we just went to different schools, but, like, became closer friends. Yeah. It was weird. That is weird. Because I remember our lockers were always close to each other in high school. Yeah. But, like, we never really... I mean, we talked, like, said hi. We even had classes together. Yeah. But also, I remember um, following you on Tumblr. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, well, I. it's funny that you mentioned that because I just... I think I told you, but I just remembered that I had that one Tumblr that has, like, 14, 15,000 followers, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I should keep up with that, because I have, like, messages in my inbox that are like, that are like, oh my gosh, you've helped me so much, like, please come back to Tumblr, or, like, some people who are really angry, they're like, why did you leave? If you didn't want the blog, just give it to someone, we want it. What? I'm like, that's so weird. I, I feel like Tumblr is kind of a dying craft. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when we were in high school, Tumblr was like, you would get on, you would, like, write really, really personal things about your life <laughs> that, like, no one should really be reading other than yourself. And I would, like, call out people, too. Yes. <laughs> oh, Especially, gosh. like, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because one time a boy, like, after, in college found my Tumblr, and he went on it, and I have this, like, really stupid part of my tumblr called like lauren lessons of the day <laughs> i think i actually remember that <laughs> <laughs> they were written like in high school and like i don't know every day i was just like oh here's what i learned today like about myself about life like whatever and he didn't tell me he was on my tumblr but he started copying them and oh sending me them as text messages and i was like this is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Even though they were like innocent, but they were just so cheesy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like so cliche. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to read one? Yes, I actually do. <laughs> All right, let me let me pull up my page. Okay, it's from June twentieth, twenty twelve. Oh gosh. I know everyone makes fun of the term YOLO, 
But I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. But I think we should really start looking at it for what it truly means. Everyone should really start living life to the fullest. You really only have one life to live. Go out and make it the best life you possibly can and die knowing you've done everything you could. You're given one life. Now take every opportunity you're thrown. Lauren, lesson of the day, number 38. You only live once. Oh my god. I, yeah, so I guess I've done a lot of these because I numbered them. I feel like you just, like, found a bunch of inspirational quotes on other tumblers and, like, copied and pasted them into that paragraph. Yeah, I know. It was the most cliche thing I've ever read in my entire life. So, and also, let's let's talk about um, some, like, I know, because not a lot of my friends are very into, like, like zodiacs or, like, horoscopes yeah. and stuff like that. But you are. So yeah. I love to talk to you about all that stuff. <laughs> I love that about you too. Okay, so last episode I talked about how we're going to talk about Mercury in retrograde. Right. And okay. this is the last week, so. This last week of what? Mercury in retrograde. Oh, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. It's <laughs> like last week of, of my. your life. Of, <laughs> you know what? You never know. Maybe Mercury. Wow, I would feel so bad. well listen if that happened this podcast won't air so it doesn't come out until sunday okay all right okay so (laughs) so don't worry don't worry no pressure no no one's gonna blame me no one would blame you everyone would blame mercury (laughs) (laughs) every everything is mercury's fault yeah essentially that's that's basically what mercury in retrograde is basically mercury in retrograde happens a few times every year and basically it means that mercury appears to be going backwards from my understanding it's not actually but it appears to be from our point in the solar system (laughs) and From my understanding, what it has the most effect on is communication, Mm -hmm. which is a big deal when communication essentially controls everything everything in our lives. So I was, like, listening to another podcast, and they were like, basically, don't make any big decisions during this time because you may mean to put out, like, one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And other people may take it totally It comes across the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because I started this podcast right at the beginning of Mercury (laughs) in Retrograde. And, like, my life has gone so awry (laughs) during this time. Oh, my gosh. But it's not – I don't think it's because of the podcast. It's just because of Mercury. Yeah. But everything in my life is just going downhill. But I'm, like, actively – it's, like – you know, you can accept that, but you can also, but I've actively tried to make steps to, like, correct my life. Good. <laughs> so, like, what, like, generally has been, has it been communication-based that things have been going on? Um, or? I would say, like, one thing was big, like, was, like, big communication-based, which I talked about in my first episode. Right. I remember that. I don't want to rehash, but if you want to listen, go back to the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that was 
vaguely, like, mostly communication-based. Um, a lot of the stuff has also been just, like, a lot of stress. Like, just been a stressful time. I don't know. My life has been going down the tubes, but hopefully that's over once Mercury goes back direct. (laughs) You know, I think, I was really, I was thinking about this on the drive here, and, um, my appeal to, like, astrology and things of that nature are basically it's basically like a self-reflection like a way to channel self-reflection in a way and I think if you think that things are going to go bad you probably will and if you Mm -hmm. think that things are going to get better because and I I definitely do believe that everything because yeah like back to like me talking about my tattoos like they're so small right <laughs> and um but yeah I think that like I don't I don't really read my horoscope like I like reading like more of like my traits and things mm-hmm. and like my weaknesses because they kind of give me like a something to focus on right so for those who don't know, your zodiac and your horoscopes are different. So anyway, um, like horoscopes, they're kind of more like every day, like what's going to happen. I think like we might manifest those events or like kind of mold it to be like, oh my gosh, like I did feel that way yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. kind of like, yeah. But with your zodiac sign and your traits, those are more like, like what are your weaknesses, what are your strengths, like, what are your big traits in your life based on your zodiac sign, which is based on your birth date. Yeah, and it's, and, like, I recently, I recently, I recently, um, looked up my birth chart online, and, um, there's so much more to your zodiac than just your sun sign, and your sun sign is, like, what you identify, you probably, like, say you're, like, you, for instance, you're a cancer, mm-hmm. and that's because your sun sign is your is a cancer, and I think that you're a pretty, like, textbook cancer. I agree with that. Um, me, however, uh, my sun sign's Capricorn, <clears throat> and I've never really, like, identified as a Capricorn Capricorns are, like, supposedly the father figure of the Zodiac, whatever, (laughs) and they're super serious, which I can be, Mm -hmm. but they're also, like, super driven and career-minded, and again, like, I can be pretty career-minded, but I'm, like, totally a type B personality. You're very free-spirited. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, the opposite of what a Capricorn is. And then I looked at my birth chart, and I found out that my moon sign and my rising sign are both in Gemini, which means, like, the your moon sign is, like, your feelings. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, who you are at basically your core. And then your rising sign is your first impression on people. Mm-hmm. So both of that for me is Gemini, and Geminis are known to be, like, pretty multifaceted, and 
I mean, the sign is, like, the twins. Right. So, they're, like, du- duality. Like, two personalities. Yeah, and that can be kind of, like, a bad thing in some ways, but I totally, like, like, and they're more, they're definitely more free-spirited and, like, known to be, like, messy, and that's totally more me than Capricorn. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, it's funny, I wear this necklace every day. Well, I have my birth chart, too, and I, let's see, my moon is in Leo, which I feel like doesn't really describe me that well. Okay, here's another thing. My square moon in Pluto. She's intense, emotions, and passionate feelings. This one is actually, this little snippet is probably the most, like, accurate about me. Okay. She has intense emotions and passionate feelings. She fears the loss of control of emotional and domestic matters and fears change. At the same time, she attracts change and disruptions, (laughs) (laughs) which is true. The love life or... Um, marital life may be riddled with emotional scenes, jealousy, and possessiveness because she attracts intensive partners. How do you feel about that for me? I feel like that is pretty accurate. (laughs) Just from knowing your, like, past situations with people. Yeah, and it also says, um, generally quick-witted. Yeah. Um... Lively, alert, penetrating, and ingenious mind expresses herself easily. I think that that's very you. I think that you're really good at, um, like, vocalizing your... You're really good at, like, analyzing situations. Yeah. Like, when something's going on with you or like someone else you're really good at like being like okay this is what this means Mm -hmm. you know what I mean right and it it has taken me a lot to get there yeah but it's like you have to place like almost like come out of your own body and like look at the situation as a whole because like I've you know had conflicting situations and like obviously as most of us do but like recently And I think, like, okay, what's my side? What's their side? And, like, why are we disagreeing? Mm -hmm. And kind of, like, what can I do to improve? Yeah. Which I think is important because we should never think that we're always in the right. Yeah. And, like, in any situation, we're never 100% in the right at all. Right. That's so true. So we kind of have to see it, like, from that person's perspective. No matter how mad we are at someone or how like frustrated we are at someone, it's almost always because we don't understand their side. Yeah. So we need to take the time to understand each other. Right. And the understanding is where peace comes. Yeah. That's why people say peace and understanding. Is that yeah. it, do people say that? I have never heard that before. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Peace and understand. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. The two go hand in hand with me, but I don't know. Anyway, it kind of reminds me of, like, me going to Reiki lately. So I just came. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I came from Reiki today, and I went to a session last week. So I still have two more sessions, 
for my first month. So you do one session a week for the first month. And then Mm -hmm. after that, you kind of evaluate where do we need to go from here. So a lot of people have no idea what Reiki even is. So I didn't know either. I was like, what the heck is even Reiki? My mom is the one that normally goes to it. And it's actually like a family friend of ours who does it. Mm -hmm. But like when I'm in the session with her, it's just like, you know. Yeah. It's so normal. So it's not like, it's kind of scary because this person sees you like completely raw emotionally. And like, so basically what they do is they take your body and align it spiritually. So you know how you have your chakras? Yeah. So for people who don't know, your chakras, there's like, I think seven, mm-hmm. seven chakras, and um, they're along the midline of your body, and they go from, like, the top of your head to the bottom, and basically, they mean different things, and they represent different things emotionally and physically, and so she was explaining to me that when traumatic events happen in our life, traumatic emotional events or whatever, physical events too, say, say you got surgery and, like, on a specific part of your body, like, your cells, at a cellular level, hold trauma in your body. And so different chakras that represents different parts of your body or your emotions become blocked due to that past trauma. So my first session I go in, and she puts crystals on each of your chakras, and you lay there. And she uses a lot of essential oils. Like, today she she saged me today and, Mm -hmm. like, things like that. So she takes her hands and basically puts energy into each chakra zone and breaks up those traumas and blocks. Mm -hmm. And she brings them to the surface. And so you sit there and you lie there quiet for, like, an hour. And you think all these things. Like, all these weird memories go through your mind. All these thoughts like you remember from a long time ago or not even that long ago and they come to the surface and you just have to like think them and she basically says like you don't have to like resolve your emotions just acknowledge your emotions acknowledge how you feel and that helps resolve them you don't have to like call people who you have problems with who you realize oh my gosh I have a deep-rooted issue with this person Like, you just have to acknowledge how you feel. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people, like, ignore their emotions and push them away. And it creates, excuse me, it creates blocks in your body. And so, like, the whole process, you just become more aware with yourself and your surroundings. Mm -hmm. So becoming more aware with, like, your body and your spiritual sense. So, my first session, she's like, you are blocked. Every single chakra is blocked. <laughs> I'm like, great. <laughs> but I've never done this before, and I've never really known about this. And right. like, But well, the, her thing is, she when she does the Reiki, she unblocks them, so opens everything. And so then for, like, the next couple of days, you're very tired, and, like, she says you go through, like, a detox, like, an emotional detox. Hmm. And... You, like, may remember things a couple days later that, like, 
like different memories and she basically says like any emotions you feel write it down and burn it and that's part of your process of like letting go of those blocked emotions and feelings and whatever so she goes through my reading and says like sometimes she'll feel people who like have physical pain in their body she'll feel that on her and she's like empathic too so she's very like takes on whatever this person's feeling yeah and she said for mine she said your reading was very sad and fearful she said that's all I felt from you was just very sad and I was like yeah that's true like that's what I hold deep down she's like I felt no anger you're not like angry at all you're just very sad I was like yeah but she said I feel a lot of fear from you and that's fear of the future she's like you have no idea like what's happening next and like she says like you kind of feel like maybe things haven't turned out how you thought they would yeah I'm like that's very true so basically then I went to her today she did my reading again and she said like that she said that I'm very perceptive to her energy which I felt today it was the weirdest feeling so the first time I went I could feel like the crystals vibrate on me like at some places and like because crystals have like some vibrational energies right and I was like oh my gosh is this thing gonna like fall off me because oh <laughs> I could feel it vibrating I was like that's so weird and my eyes are closed so it's like you're much more intent in yeah because you're taking out that sense right. so you're more in tune with other yes. senses yeah. right so then I could like it was so weird I could almost see like the visions of energy coming through her hands it's like the weirdest like thing to say right but like when you close your eyes like I could see like almost like if someone's shining a light in your eyes but your eyes are closed so like if you see flashes when your eyes are like closed but you can still kind of see them do you know what I'm talking about yeah I know exactly that's what I saw and it's like energy coming into me from her so it's such a weird thing but anyway she said my reading today I like got a lot of very deep like healing and a lot of deep like intake of energy and I was like okay that's so weird you say that because I was laying on the bed and I was like oh my gosh am I asleep right now it was like the weirdest feeling because I was like thought I was asleep but I was like wait I'm not sleeping I am having active thoughts and I can feel what she's doing but I felt like I was asleep at the same time because, like, my conscious mind or my unconscious mind was taking over. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. And I told her that. I was like, I literally thought I was asleep, but I could hear, like, because she plays, like, a calm, like, music type of music type thing. Right. And I could feel where she was touching. I could hear the music. But, like, your mind is, like, feels asleep. Your body yeah. feels asleep. It was so weird. And I told her that. And she's like, yeah, because some... Times people go into a really deep meditative right. state. I was just gonna say it obviously sounds like meditation. Yes, and it's like the first time I'd ever been in that state before, and it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, well, that's where your conscious mind and your unconscious mind are coming together, and that's where you get the best healing." Yeah, because like it's your unconscious mind telling your conscious mind, "Hey, like maybe we should let go of these things." Yeah, and she said like 
my, she said she felt a lot of sadness in my reading again today, but she didn't feel as much as last time, which is good. And that I have like two major blocks in my um, solar plexus and my sacral chakra. So basically it's a lot of like my relationships with others, feeling secure with that and secure in myself and feeling like it's a lot of like self-confidence based and a lot of like feeling safe in intimate relationships. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. And like perfectionism is a big part of that. Yeah. So like feeling like you have to be a perfectionist and have to like always do things right. So basically that was what my readings were like so far. Yeah. So it is the coolest experience. And I just feel like hopefully, well, I feel like already so much better. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's basically, I think people think this part of your health is not real. Like spiritual health yeah. is not real. But like, I think people need to pay more attention. <laughs> I agree. I think like spiritual health is an extension of like mental health. Yeah. And um, we need to be more aligned with our bodies yeah. <laughs> and like our minds. And it's actually funny because at my college, I went to the University of Maryland, which Emma knows, but um, we couldn't, there was a program where you could make your own major. And I was thinking about making this major called like holistic health, but more of a holistic health as in the whole body, right. as in like having, I had a, I got a biology degree, but having some biology classes, having some like spiritual based classes and mm -hmm. some psychology, mental health based classes yeah. and like how all three come together to form like a healthy human. Yeah. So I was thinking about making that major and like making a whole thing about it but you would have to, it was such a hard project <laughs> that I ended up just being like okay whatever I'll just be a bio major right. but like I kind of regret it because that would have been so much fun that would be like such a good fit for you too I know and I, I think it would probably be challenging because I mean western medicine kind of doesn't pay attention to mental health and the effects of yeah. your mental health on mm -hmm. your physical health. Right. So that would be interesting to kind of study. Right. Okay, this is going like a long way around. I feel like we're not done yet, though. <laughs> I know. But that's just why you can just come back. True. I want to end with every guest doing something or like saying what their best piece of advice is. What is one piece of advice that you want to give or the best piece of advice that we've been given? Wow. Um, I feel like that's hard to do without sounding like super cliche. It's fine. It's probably fine. my biggest piece of advice is just to like stop living based on other people's standards. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right. Like, start living for yourself, not for other people. Perfect. Okay. 
Have a good week, everyone. And be kind to each other.